Welcome, beautiful souls, to our podcast. Your angels are talking. Are you listening? Inspirational stories of angelic and universal miracles. This is episode one, Love, Light, and Miracles. We have special guest, Michelle Julian, who is an inner goddess coach and renowned creator of the Julian Method, the Healthy Goddess Lifestyle Collective. Also, she has recently created her own oracle deck called Being and Becoming the Goddess. She's from Massachusetts and has an amazing story to share with you today. Thank you so much for joining our broadcast today. I hope you enjoy. Love and light, everybody, and angel blessings. Hey, everybody, Jess Intuitive Angel Healer here with your Grounded. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today, and welcome to another episode of Your Angels Are Talking. Are you listening? Inspirational stories of angelic and universal miracles. This podcast is all about the magic that the universe contains and help open your eyes and mind to the fact that we turn a blind eye to spirit. And this causes us to miss out on the joy and beauty each day holds. Abundance is all around us and comes in many different forms. But how often do we take the time to count our blessings, to say thank you to the universe just for waking us up today? Or just be content with the love in our souls? If you are wondering or asking yourself right now, how do I break up with fear and embrace the miracle of my angels so I can create the life I deserve and desire. Well, the universe has brought you to the right podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Michelle Julian, and her story may just turn you into a believer if you aren't already. Please welcome Michelle Julian. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so, so excited to be here with you and all of our spirit guides to help you and your audience receive whatever it is that you need to hear today. Nice. Well, we're going to get into your story in just a moment. I want to properly... give a little background about you. You're from Boston, Massachusetts, and you are an inner goddess coach. You are the creator and founder of Inner Goddess Coaching. Uh, Have you uh, officially say everything you do, but you are also an Oracle deck creator, being and becoming the goddess. And I'm so excited because I love Oracle cards. So you're like my hero right now. I feel like I'm uh, meeting Santa Claus for the first time. (laughs) 
Um, you are just an awesome all-around lady, and I'm going to go ahead and let you share your story of how you became the fabulous uh, goddess to teach all the other go fabulous goddesses around you how to be spectacular. Thank you so much. Go ahead and let's hear your angel miracle story. Well, Jessa, as you know, God has brought us together. The universe has brought us together. And when I think about my journey, I just really almost feel like I need to pinch myself because I have been like changed in a way that no one we would even understand. So when I think about really the name of my business and, and what I've birthed and what I've created, it's all because of my highest good. You know, it's not really me, it's the angels, it's the guides, it's God. He has that plan for you. And I believe that accidents are really opportunities. And we have this amazing platform that you have created and birthed so we can share it with your audience and be able to really kind of figure out like together how we can keep co-creating this magic that, that God has gifted us through our guides. And basically I just, I'm in awe of you right now, just Aww. looking at what you've created, your, your branding, it's beautiful. Thank you. Even says right there, Michelle Jillian, inner goddess coach, oracle deck creator, being and becoming the goddess. So I was like, wow, I gotta meet that person, right? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, I need to meet that person, not because that's my ego, but that's because my guides are saying, whoa, whoa, look what, look what you are doing for everyone. Isn't it fun? Isn't this fun? You're actually having fun. You're doing your thing about having fun and making a difference in the world and actually getting paid to do what you like to do because you're having fun. And it's like, pinch me, pinch me. Am I alive or am I really up there with God? <laughs> That's how I feel some days. It's, uh, you know, ever since I've been on this journey, it's been a miracle. So, I love it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, when you see the, the branding and you see the hearts and you see your beautiful smile with your angels, you know, with you, everyone just seeing that is going to have this huge, like, whoa, what is this? Goddess, angel, I, I need to check this out. So, you know, being the creator of the Julian Method, it started all with a healthy goddess lifestyle that I knew that I had to birth because it was my plan from God that basically told me, because I had a near-death experience with it, I, when I was on my bike, uh, I was a senior in high school, and I slit my neck. Miss my juggler thing. Wow. Artery by the fingernail. And I had my, oh my God, 
am I going to die moment, right? And I had that conversation with God, am I going to die? And he said, no. He said, no, you're not going to go today. It's not your time. You have many things to do. You're going to get married. Okay, he said this. You're going to get married. You're going to have a baby. And you have big things to do. I was like, wow. okay. And then boom, before I know it, I've got a priest standing over me. I'm like wow. up with the priest. And I thought, okay, God was wrong. I am dead. <laughs> he is wrong. He got, he got, he got it wrong. You know, he, his cards of like, who's going to die today. He got it wrong. I, I'm dead because this is a priest standing over me. And then the priest said, Oh no, you're okay. Then I heard him say, no, you're okay. You just have a little cut on your neck. 64 stitches later. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. If that doesn't wake you up, nothing's going to wake you up, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's cause you know, 64 stitches. That's where your carotid artery is. So, you know, mm -hmm. you your know. angels definitely wanted you around. Yes. He wanted me around. And so the journey from there was really all about my ego, right? Because when you're 18, you're thinking, I know everything, I'm going to be everything, and this is going to happen this way, and I'm going to do that. And it's all from the ego. And I ended up actually getting accepted into the ice capades, the professional. Wow. Okay, this is like Olympics. I skated wow. with, I don't know if you know, because you're younger than me. You're I remember the ice capades. <laughs> okay. Was Who was it? Dorothy Hamill. I skated with Dorothy Hamill. Wow. And Dorothy Hamill and I, we got to know each other pretty well. I actually drove um, her Mercedes for a little bit. And wow. um, yeah, so I skated That's with awesome. her, traveled the East Coast, the West Coast, and all of that. And how did I do that with this injury? Well, determination, hard work, and not taking no for an answer that I couldn't do it. I really had to raise up my vibration in a way that the ego really wasn't gonna serve me. I had to rely on the higher powers to be to help me heal this injury and strengthen my mind and my body. And that was my, the beginning of my journey of the healthy goddess lifestyle was when nice. I was 18 and I had been on this path. And then from there, I traveled. And then after traveling with ice capades, I came back and actually ended up getting married. Wow. Yes. And when you thought, you know, when your injury occurred, you had, that's so funny because I always tell people, it's like the box here on, on Zoom. You can't see anything past this box that's right there. And yet there's so much more in your room right there that I can only see what's behind you. And that's what we do with our thought process. 
and uh, look, you got to go on the ice capades and everything, but then you had a second occurrence of life and death, correct? Yes, I did. And this was basically when I was in school. I went back to school and I was getting my OT, PT um, degree. And that's why I ended up having this amazing business called the Julian Method. I created the Julian Method, which is massaging and stretching and meditation and yoga and all the juicy stuff that we all need. While I was in school, I actually was on a motorcycle, <laughs> a motorcycle, the back of a motorcycle. And this is when I had that pivotal moment of like, oh my God, I just broke my pelvis. Now what am I going to do? And mm. it turned out that I was not able to really do my job. I was in that nine to five job, which was, you know, sales and being in the car and sitting and driving. And I couldn't do that anymore. So I needed to figure out like, what was it that I was gonna do now? And I took this as an opportunity again, because accidents are opportunities. Yes. And I said, I'm going to get physical therapy, which I did on my sacrum, because you know I already had gone through many years before with my accident. I knew it was required. I needed to do the physical therapy, do the strengthening. And during that process, I was like, oh my God, I love learning about the body. And so I went back to school, got the OT, PT, and the massage degree. Nice. That's how I birthed, really, the Julian method of the healthy goddess lifestyle. So it all comes, you know, to fruition, right? God said, you've got bigger plans. You're not going to die. <laughs> then I have another motor, you know, then I have another accident. And it's like, oh, remember what God said. Remember God said that, you know, you're not going to work the nine to five job. You have bigger things to do. Not that you can't get things done when you have a nine to five job. I mean, a lot of people have side hustles, but for your audience to know that there's always something bigger yes. for us, right? If you are on the personal awareness, personal development journey, be curious, stay curious. That's my first, first uh, I would say, um, tip of the podcast. If you stay curious and if you are open, then your divine angels and spirit guides will give you signs. Sometimes they're not really very clear. Like you would think, oh, well, going through all these accidents, you know, maybe when I was in it, did I know that it was an opportunity? No. But I stayed curious and that's how I see you and I kind of working together for your audience to have them just kind of see that accidents can be opportunities and that it's all about your mind set and how you view things, right? Exactly. And I tell, and to add to that, I tell a lot of people out there, 
my whole coaching is about to be true to yourself and I never once ever tell anyone, oh, you work at McDonald's, we can't have that, you're going to be successful. No, I tell people, learn about fairies and angels and all this, we have elementals. Elementals are in the fairy realm, they're like uh, the leprechauns, if you want a visual, those kind of people. Have you ever had somebody at your work that it's the most mundane job that you've ever had in your life and you hate going to it and you complain every day, but this person gets up, smiles, loves their job, is happy to everyone, offers to help you with your work. Those are elementals and I found that you can, because I went through this, I think it was my ego, um, I went through the fact of, I can't work at this job because how are people going to perceive me? I'm too old now because once you get in your 40s and your 30s, you kind of look on yourself like if I am still working at a fast food place or a retail place that I'm not good enough. I haven't made it in the eyes of America, which is a bunch of BS, <laughs> but that is how society trains us, unfortunately. And I just want to add that, you know, it's okay. As long as you're happy with what you're doing, stop worrying about what the, and my boyfriend actually helped confirm this in my head. That, cause he's almost like an elemental, he loves to cook and it doesn't matter, he's a chef, but he is not above going to work at McDonald's if he needs money because it's a job to him and he loves to interact. So I love it that you have, it's all about the mindset and what you, if you're happy with what you're doing, it's not going to feel like work at all. But if you are not happy with what you're doing, that's when you need to stop and take a moment and say, what, what piece do I need to remove here? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. And that's what's happening. I think right now for a lot of people during this pandemic, they're able to go within slow down because they can't do their normal routines anymore. And it's allowing them to create a space, an awareness that, oh my God, how am I going to keep doing this thing called life if I lose my job? Mm -hmm. And I know that it's possible that I'm going to lose my job and that it's possible that financially I could be devastated because if I don't have a job, I can't support my family. So all of these things are happening and we need to just slow down and say, okay, I can either spiral down into the thought process of I am a victim of the circumstance, or you can say, let me think about how I can pivot in a way that's going to fill up my financial cup. And I know that there's people out there that are doing that. I see it happening. I, I hear it happening. So I need to start being curious, like, how could I do this? Maybe my job has a remote type of position that I could apply for, where I would never even think 
that, that I would be able to even do that. So that's the mindset that helps us kind of recalibrate of where we can take care of ourselves and our families. And I think that this is the time for innovation, really being creative. And for me, as someone that has an offline business, 70% of my business is offline. People coming physically to me. It was a huge, huge, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? sensation and thank god i had been working for the past five years to build this i call this my side hustle which is the online coaching uh -huh. and i've been building it and playing around it. it's like a little playground for me <laughs> and now it's actually a real business that's making money nice right? It's making money. And I'm just embracing that, taking that in and saying, oh, wow, I actually figured it out. It's all doable, right? I mean, Marie Furlio, she talks about that all the time. Everything is figureoutable. It's just the mindset, like you said, the mindset. I love it. I, I love it because it hits home. Uh, I know spirit has brought everyone, all my guests to reflect something to me because I'm still in boot camp, even if I'm up here uh, being a spiritual grounding coach or being the next motivational mindset speaker. I like to let people know, hey, <laughs> I was once like you. I've had a terrible mindset. I've had the worst mindset that could possibly ever be out there. But you know what I did is I learned to face it and clean it up so if you have a bad mindset if you say the word can't a lot and i tell my daughter well you've got your answer she's nine and i tell her all the time if you tell me you can't well guess what you already know so why even try but i love it that um, this is all just hitting home because i think of my past life my karma I had a lot of money. I, I did a card reading on myself. I did a past life reading to find out that I was karmic a-hole and I was not nice with my money and I was not nice with my words. And it's really hard for people to say that. And it was, it was a really bitter pill to swallow because I was like, I'm not that mean and awful. You know, that's really hard. But then that's my ego telling me, hey, you are not a bad person, that's my soul side. But ego wants to tell me I was a bad person, but that's why this lifetime, I'm in either have a lot of money or I don't have any money because I uh, didn't learn when I did have all that money in my past lives, how to invest it and how to not be so worried about that, that piece of paper because in this lifetime, and I'm only 40, so I've got like, you know, 40, 50 more years to go. But at least I've learned that. And I've always been a thing. I, I've either had it or I don't. And I enjoy it either way. But when I hear people saying, I'll be happy when, if I could just get that, well, you know what? I've been the girl to not have all the fancy clothes and to have to still show up and pretend that they fit in the group of a medical assistants. And I've got two pairs of scrubs 
to to go to my doctor's office and that's embarrassing because when you're a when you're a medical assistant you know people don't think of stuff like that but i love it because it's not about what we put on our bodies it's about it's about just you know living your purpose and living love and if you do that then you don't have all these silly thoughts of who to impress <laughs> so I want to get into a couple of questions to reflect on you and your journey because you are an amazing lady. And I know that it, uh, you know, being in the personal journey. Can I just interrupt you because my angel is talking to me right now. So I have sure. to say, no worries. I want to interrupt you because my angel is literally telling me to interrupt you. <laughs> Sure, I know I'm a chatterbox. <laughs> no, 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 not not because you're chattering. It's actually what you just said. Your soul is in an expansion right now. Okay. Nice. So when your soul is in an expansion, in expansion, you need to allow that expansion to unfold, which mm -hmm. you're doing with the podcast, with your work, and understanding that we all have a uniform, okay? Mm -hmm. My brother used to say to me, Michelle, you're going to understand life when you get your uniform dirty. And I thought to myself, what do you mean get my uniform dirty? That doesn't make any sense to me. He said, you need to, need to experience life in its fullest yeah in the fullest of life the messy the beautiful the exciting the sadness and when you do that that's when you will be connecting to your highest good okay so yeah. you're doing that and I'm, and I'm just telling you that because the angels are telling me to tell you that. No, I can, I can feel them. That's why I'm a little teary-eyed. It's not because I'm sad. It's because I get a little overwhelmed still that, and then, then that, you know, I know that that's my ego speaking, but sometimes it's still overwhelming. I'm very grateful because I've had many, my life, almost taken very many times by the hands of others. And that's why I do this because I am so grateful to even be here to be talking because I have almost had my life slip away. So for the angels to be saying that, it's very beautiful to me. And it's still overwhelming that no matter what I've done in my life, no matter when I gave up hope and I, told everyone where they could stick it and I told my angels where they could stick it because that's how stubborn I am and how angry I've been in my life and when I dropped all that I'm learning I'm finally experiencing life now and it's beautiful and I don't have to have that mansion or that car I am just talking to souls like yourself I have my boyfriend in my life it's a really nice feeling not to get abused every day and um 
I'm grateful for that. I just said that this morning. I'm so grateful to have you here to not beat me down mentally, to not call me names. Thank you. Because that means more in my life. Anything right now is for you to be a loyal partner in my life rather than someone who's just trying to use the goodness. But again, watch out using goodness on people because my angels really don't like it when you abuse their light worker because I am here to do good things. So I've actually seen people's lives crumble, the ones that came and did really bad things to me because karma is a thing and what goes around comes around. So it really... <laughs> I, I am humbled by this whole thing and I'm humbled by having this conversation with you. Thank you. I want to get into, thank you for that beautiful message from the angels. It, uh, I, I love it. I love that I get to do this whole thing. Um, it's fun. I want to get into some questions to reflect on you about your journey because i know it's not the easiest thing to be a public figure or you know to get to where you are <laughs> but how has this experience your your experiences your near death near death life experiences how have they permanently changed your daily mindset well i know that we are only here on this planet earth for a very, very short period of time. And my near-death experiences, because I've had four of them, and let's just knock on the wood, because I've got wood all around me, and I don't have any more near-death experiences, and that when I do go, it's gonna be when I'm like 90, and I've got my you know family around me, and they're saying, oh, mommy, we're gonna miss you and you know i'm gonna miss you talking about the angels <laughs> and you know i want it to be on that my terms right you know yes so i know that i don't know when i'm gonna go so what do i do if i know this i wake up every day and ask myself what do i want to do today what's gonna fill up my cup first because that's important if you don't fill up your own cup especially as someone that's always helping others right think about these kova 19 health workers every single day they wake up and go into the battlefield okay to save people's lives I say, how can I fill myself up so I can help them fill themselves up so they can keep doing their amazing work of saving lives because they're saving lives every day. Yes, we hear about the deaths, but they're also saving lots of lives. And so that's really what keeps me actually waking up because it's not about me and how you know shiny I am or whatever it's about what I'm here to do to truly and I know a lot of people talk about this in a way that it's like over over said is yeah. make a difference how do I make a difference 
so I can truly see the change, really see the change, be part of the change, and have the wisdom to know the difference between wanting to do the change and being the change. And that's how I came to creating this oracle deck called Being and Becoming the Goddess Within You. Because if you're not being in your own well-being, taking that time, what is being? Let's talk about what is being. Being is taking time to be with yourself, by yourself, really, by yourself, not with like lots of other people. And the reason why I say that is because we're constantly being stimulated with the computer, with our phones, with our families, with the universe, whenever we go out, you know, doing our daily routine. So you need to create space by yourself in a space and really truly reflect and contemplate. And that's what the cards help you do. They're your guides to slow down. They're not, they're not your crutch, okay? They're not your crutch. They're not your, your um, people that tell you what to do. They are actually creating that space so you can contemplate, you can journal, you can write. You know, you don't need any magic journal either. You can just get a notebook, okay? Um, but I, I, I believe that it's nice to have a pretty journal. I've got a couple of pretty journals in my arsenal but it's okay just to have a piece of paper. Sometimes a piece of paper is easier because it's not, you know, it's, it's less distracting. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? You know, like, you know, that's the main thing is like, how do I slow down and remove the distractions? To the point, what I have been doing in the last five days, okay? The last five days, I have discovered, and I know that people know that this exists, but I have discovered on my phone that you can actually create a limit of how much time you're on different apps on your phone, whether it's your mail or whether it's Facebook or Instagram or all of those things, YouTube and everything else that's out there. You can create a time limit. This is my grandson, by the way. Isn't he adorable? And it's two, is that say 202? <laughs> it's 207. <laughs> Close enough. That's an angel number two. <laughs> so he is my wake up all the time. I wake up and come back to, oh my God, look at the sky. Oh my God, look at this. So when you have these abilities to slow down, wake up, but how do you do that really? Because you've got the phone and the phone loves to distract you. And we all know this, that Apple created this phone so we would get addicted, okay? Yes. This is our addiction. You know, what we do is we get these, these firings in the neuro wires and it says excitement. And that's what you're addicted to, all the colors and the excitement, because what it is, 
our brains are looking for the, the next now. It's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And we've created this culture of immediate gratification, immediate gratification. And it's not real. It's this false sense mm -hmm. of earth. And so what I do going through all my four near-death experiences, tying it all back in, is I take heaven and earth and connect heaven and earth into the practice of being and then becoming, becoming is actually making the difference. That's the component where you're making the difference and you are the one that's doing the change to have this new paradigm be what it was already there. You just didn't tap into it. That is very, very true. And I think that we, you know, one of my messages from my angels, I saw a squirrel uh, a lot. And that means um, squirrels are all about uh, low bearing fruit in the winter. So use your resources. So if you see a squirrel and you keep seeing squirrels and you're, and, you know, not just there's a squirrel, but if they just start appearing to you, think about maybe I'm not using my resources. And that's a fun way that uh, spirit speaks out to you. But uh, that just made me think of that because I started seeing squirrels a while back, like just, I don't know, there's something about them that made me pay attention. And then I looked up what the spiritual meaning of a squirrel is and there you go. <laughs> Use your resources, stop going. We, we go and try to find all this stuff and it's all right here. Everything you need is in the room with you because it's in here, it's in yeah. here. <laughs> and, that, and that is yoga. That is what yoga is. It's nice. connecting the mind and the body. It's the union of your physical, abil physical ability and your sense of awareness that's created through this spiritual practice. Yes, very, very true. So a little bit about yourself. Do you find yourself being more optimistic and less confined by fear since your experiences? And um, what are some examples that you find yourself like before you used to think about it and fear took over and you didn't make that leap. How do you find your mindset different now? Well, I just know that if I allow fear to take over, then I know that my highest good will not be served. Nice. That is very true. And I just make that point because a lot of people live in fear, but um, it seems when you have a spiritual awakening, I think that's part of why you have it because that in itself is scary enough. <laughs> when you really find out who you really are, that is a lot. So I don't need any movies. I've, I've had enough, but that's when you get the spiritual awakening. Because if you can face your your closet of fears and, and demons, guess what? Nothing will be afraid and you will just live your life and just do stuff. You won't, I don't even find myself questioning stuff anymore because if spirit tells me to do it, 
and I don't feel like it makes sense, but I'm like, okay, we'll sit. And I have, I notice I tend to, well, where's this going to lead? And I just kind of follow the road now instead of trying to be the driver of the, the of the bus. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You are, this is what I always said. And I have to hear it, right? Just because I'm standing here and telling you 61 years later that I understand why I had near death experiences, I also have to be reminded that I am not in charge, okay? I get to think certain thoughts, but I'm not in charge. Because if I'm in charge, then I'm in fear. I'm in ego. Mm -hmm. But if I move my body, and that's why I move my body every day, it's the first thing I do. I either go for a walk or for a bike, or I do a whole like um, gentle yoga stretching program indoors. Today was a gentle yoga awareness meditation before today, I, before I started today, because it's 90 degrees outside, can't walk. It was 90 at 5 a.m. Okay, so oh, get up earlier and you'll be able to work out. No, you cannot. And it's dangerous, by the way. It's very, very dangerous to That's be outdoors breathing that in. And plus, you have to wear the mask. No, it's not happening. So I did my gentle yoga and I got out of my head because I have to know that I am not in charge. Because if I'm in charge, I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And I don't want to be in charge when it comes to spirit because I've learned that I am limited to my human thinking. And that's why... We, I was reading a book the other day and it's called Norms and um, I can't tell you the author's name because it's really hard to pronounce <laughs> but anyways it, it came on and um, he was talking about there he was these people were on a flight and there happened to be a guru on the flight and the flight started having uh, problems and they were tankering down and everybody on the flight looked at this guru and said, Hey, you better start praying to God. We're all praying to God. Why aren't you praying to God? Well, you know, what is this? And he's like, I'm not going to pray to God. And they're like, what are, they were mad at him. Okay. Well, it ended up the plane landed. Everybody got off safe when it landed that's when the guru sat and prayed and everybody walked off and they're like nice to know you're praying now guy like it's all over get off the plane like what are you doing he said no i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna say thank you for after the fact because we only tend to say thank you and ask for a miracle when we're stressed out and things are going wrong. But if you're in the divine flow, miracles are every day. There's a miracle in life every day. And if you would look at your mindset that way, and that was the thing that us humans don't understand. We want to pray for miracles and we want to pray for help when things have completely gone crazy in our lives. But if we would have just taken a moment and said, hey, 
I'm not doing a very good job at my life, and I've done this before. <laughs> Please help me. Help me help my stupid self. That is my favorite um, thing because I know I need to be taught, so please teach me. And it's all about being open in to the divine and knowing miracles. And I always tell people, it only takes a moment to change your whole life. Miracles happen every day. But usually there's two things going on. Either we're too busy talking and not listening, or they've answered us, showed us a miracle right in front of our face, and we went and wrote it off that it didn't even happen. So if you're wondering, if you're one of those people out there, you're like, why aren't my miracles being answered? Because I was that person. I'm going to tell you, you take to the rest of today, if you could, however much time you need. But from this moment, I want you to start thinking of what you haven't gotten that you've been asking for, because I thought my prayers weren't being answered. No, they weren't being answered the way that I wanted them answered. They're answered. Every time you shoot off a prayer, guess what? Angel checks it off your list. Check. Check. Okay, done. And we are in this, when you're in a low vibration and you're depressed and you're sad, you tend to, Joel Olstein the other day, <laughs> said a point that we go to God and we're like, please, God, help us. Please, God, answer my prayer. Give me a new job, right? <clears throat> we do that. And God says, okay, heard, need a new job. Cool. Write it on my list because God is all, all pure love energy. That's all he can acknowledge is pure love. So when you go back the next day and God's already squared this up and the next day you're like, hey, I need you to forgive me and please give me that miracle. And he's like, what are you talking about? I already did this. So then it becomes like parent hearing when you're like, your kid keeps asking you for stuff and you're, and then he becomes like, Hey, and then he sends you to the angels. And it's like, angels show this girl some miracles or I don't know, give her the biggest cup of Starbucks coffee for free today that she could ever have just so she knows that there are miracles and to have some faith and maybe have some patience. That's what, uh, how my angels talk to me because I know that it's not easy for everyone to be open and understanding of all this. But if you do take a moment to get out of your head and your ego, you're definitely going to see all the beauty that surrounds you. Yes. That's why, what did we do before we start this podcast? We use the cards, the power yes. of love. Yes. Power of love by James Van Prowl. And he magically came up with two cards the guides did patience and responsibility yes patience card you picked and i picked the responsibility card and you said oh i really need to work on that patient component and i i said trust me i'm still working and you know it's uh, it's the ego and it's funny one of my karmic lessons is to take the high road and not the low road. That is apparently one of my biggest hardest things. That's where the patients come from. Disattach from that ego. And just because your ego says I'm mad at you and I don't, you weren't listening and I don't want to help you kind of like you do with your kids sometimes. 
I have to overrise that and see that there's a bigger picture and to look over someone else's ego of all the foul stuff they're telling me and look in the higher meaning of, and so I, I find now that I'm on this journey, I am a terrible person to watch anything that is low vibrational. I ran across MTV and there's this Siesta Keys commercial and I'm just like, please stop talking. You have so many inner child issues and you're teaching so many girls out there. Look, I'm going to tell you, I am a cute girl, but I've never been a bimbo. And if you, it is not cute to be a dumb girl and cute out there. So please, if anybody's told you that, it is not cool. And you can get so much more in your life if you use this up here than this out here because beauty fades. And now that I'm hitting my 40s, I, I still look young, but then I still see, like, I see the bags now. I see the gray hair. I never thought I would experience this because I, I'm coming out of my 20s and 30s. And I thought, you know, young forever. No. <laughs> you get old. You hit... Uh, you hit adulthood and I always tell people, you know, beauty fades. So I think that's why in my life, I've never really tried to be, I never I thought I was beautiful enough. So I never really tried to strive to be that beauty queen either. Because well, that, all, that has to do with what we were talking about earlier, which ties into your theme of love. Yes. So if young women are watching or listening to this podcast, you need to know that if you don't love and accept yourself first, nobody else will. Exactly. Okay? Self-love is the corner store of attracting more love and more abundance in your life. And I had to learn that too, the hard way. I attracted the wrong types of people initially when I was younger because I had that low self-esteem and I was in denial of it when I was younger. But then when I started having these near-death experiences, it opened me up to understand that I was probably focusing on the wrong thing at the time. And so these are just like little, like little moments, we call them wake-up calls. Little yes. wake-up calls, because if you don't really pay attention sometimes you need to have that little wake-up call so it's like okay am i really taking care of myself okay oh okay the first accident was on my bike and the second accident was on a motorcycle so both moving objects right and then the third accident was when i got breast cancer i got breast cancer oh. on the left breast now we know the left side is what side is the left side it's the feminine yeah. right and the right side is the masculine so the left side is the femininity and it's that constant giving to others so give 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 and that gets over giving 
So that brings you out of your alignment of caring for yourself. Yes. Lucky for me, it was a blip, a very small little blip. I didn't have major surgery. I didn't have major chemotherapy, only had radiation. Wow. In a small, partial, they called it a small partial mastectomy. I was very lucky. But, but I was overworking with my amazing business that I was thriving. You know, I I was doing the overworking. So you can overwork and be spiritual too at the same time. Yes. (laughs) Leaders that are listening that are spiritual leaders, you have this tendency to overwork and overgive. So remember, you need to come back to self-love and acceptance of being who you are, making the money that you're making. It's great to want to make more money. It's great to have abundance, but let's not get so caught up in that shiny object that really kind of losing your sense of self of why you're actually even doing this. Yes, you need to make money. Yes, you need to pay your bills, but let's not lose sight of why you decided to do this because that's what's going to keep filling you up. And that's the abundance that you come from, from overflow, self-love, acceptance, love is yours, recognize your divine worth and choose loving thoughts. I love it. I love your message. You're such an amazing lady and I'm so glad to have you here today to share your your amazing energy. I can feel your angels, my angels. I just feel them all over in this whole. It's awesome to have you as my first episode and that the angels wanted it that way because you are the first person to start off the miracles podcast here. So that I want to just kind of wrap it up and uh, I would like to know what is your most important takeaway you have for our audience about the power of spirit and the beautiful miracles it contains? I think the biggest thing right now that the universe needs, and it's not just about me, but the universe, the collective, the collective needs to have a sacred vision. Because if they have this sacred vision, then we can all choose to forgive ourselves. When you don't see somebody wearing a mask, you can choose to forgive them. Yes. All right. And when you want to do good in the world, you want to call on your highest good. You want to call on the light and remember that your love has no boundaries, that everyone needs it. We all need this. We all need to have the sacred vision so we can all raise our conscious, unconscious awareness to creating something more safe for ourselves and for others. We're not separate. A lot of healers, a lot of spirit guides, a lot of people talk about this. There's so much energy about separateness. We're really not. It's the media saying that we are. Yes. We are not. I know this to be true. 
I know where we're melting pot. I live in Boston, okay? And I see all types of people working with each other, helping each other. There's not a lot of the separation. Yes, there's definitely prejudice. Absolutely, absolutely. And it will probably be there for more and more centuries. You know, you and I will probably die before that has actually worked itself out. But that doesn't mean that we can't all collectively work together with this sacred vision so we can infuse each other with the light and the love, even when there's darkness. Because yes. the darkness is always there and the shadows are there so we can lean into the light. And you have two choices. You have the choice to either love, walk the path of love, or walk the path of hate. And just like a rainbow, hate is the color red and purple is love. Now, those two colors can't ever intersect, so you can't be happy and sad at the same time. It's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your belly. You can do that, but you really truly can't be truly happy and sad at the same time. You have to make a choice and our angels give us, that's why they don't interfere when things are going bad because we have the choice of free will. So always think about it. And that's what my biggest lesson that I've learned so far, I've learned a lot of them. <laughs> One of the lessons that I've learned so far is um, to stop projecting all your bad stuff onto all your thoughts. Stop projecting them onto everyone else because it's not fair. <laughs> And if you want to stop having all this stuff to project, start working on it. Start doing the work every day. Spirit's just waiting. And we are the only ones, humans are the only ones that have a concept of time. Because in other astral planes, there is no concept of time. And angels can actually, you know, stop time. That's why when you're in a near-death experience, everything goes real slow. Because now you've kind of left the... Uh, the earthly astral plane and now you're in in between so that's where the whole matrix things goes really just think about you know before you blame others and I'm telling you this from the girl who's blamed everyone her whole life <laughs> and I'm official uh, now I don't do that and I'm learning you know let's uh let's just be happy with the love and know that it's a choice so if you are living in badness it is a choice to rise up above that or to stay in it, but the choice is yours every day. Yes, 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 yes. And this is why you have created this platform. It's, it's inspiring. It infuses the positive angelic light because yes. the angelic light is required. And trust me, I've been around for a long, long time before all of the people, I, mean, I grew up with Oprah, okay? I grew up with Oprah. Have you ever heard of Walter Mercado? No, no, I haven't heard of Walter. I, I always liked Bowman because as a woman, um, back in the day, we needed other women to help us see that it was possible that we could be a leader. So, you know, for me, Oprah was that. She taught me so many things about myself and about my relationships and then we from from her show all of these other people birthed 
their shows, like Donahue, what's his first name? Phil. Yeah, Phil Donahue. Okay, talking about relationships and how, you know, people are in, in these relationships and what they attract. And then having Phil Donahue and then the other, the other great guy that does the health show. What's his name? Uh, Dr. Oz. Yeah, Dr. Oz. Okay, so we've got Donahue, Oz, Oprah, and Ellen, who is fantastic about yes. light and joy and dancing and fun and really infusing that in. So I grew up with all of that. And so for me, this is normal, okay? This is my normal, but it's not normal for everyone else. So you creating this and having me on your show, it just keeps filling everyone's cup so they can see that, okay, she, you're in your 30s and I'm in my 60s, that these chapters of lives are intersecting and that it's possible to have this viewpoint. It's possible to have angels work with you. And I just am so excited and honored to be on your show. Thank you. I am, I'm super honored for you to start it off. And I do want to, if you've never heard of Walter Mercado, my angels actually, I remember him briefly because he was in the 90s on the Spanish uh, Telemundo uh, channel. Okay. He is the first astrologist. He's Puerto Rican. Now, when he came out, he came out in these grandiose robes. And back then was totally like out of his element and came out with a book. And he would write down and he would read everybody's horoscope from all 12 houses. Wow. Back then, this was like the time of Miss Cleo and everything. And, and this was not acceptable back in the 90s. And especially because he looked like a gay male. So they always tried to be like, are you gay? And he would never answer that. And he had an assistant who would not answer that either. But there is a, a Netflix uh, documentary that I invite all of you to watch because this man, I knew a little bit about him and my, my boyfriend used to watch this and he's, he was next to tears because his grandma passed and this was, a lot of people remember this guy. They would be with their grandma when they were a kid and he would tell their astrology. But I never knew the backstory of this man and this man was like, the greatest light worker that I never knew about. And I invite you to find out about his story. He even had to go, somebody took his name and actually he had to fight to get his own name back. And he still died at 81 with a pure heart and love for everyone. All this stuff that they did. And it's just a very inspiring story. It touched me, to, it moved me. It was just so powerful. And I don't find too many things on Netflix that are that powerful. So when I do find them, I have to share them with you guys. But if you need a different mindset and you need some inspiration, uh, definitely look that up. Thank you so much today for being on my show, Michelle. I really appreciate it. It's been so much fun. It's my playground. <laughs> mine too so well there you have it beautiful souls another powerful hour of angelic miracles that you have just personally witnessed i have goosebumps i've had goosebumps this whole this whole broadcast because i know my angels 
are with are definitely surrounding this beautiful podcast. And I would like to take a moment, as I do with every episode, and express my gratitude to all the archangels and spirit team that is around me. And I want to say thank you. And thank you for always being there for me, even when I've had a hard time believing in me. Thank you, angels. And thank you, beautiful souls, for tuning in to another miracle-filled episode of Your Angels Are Talking. Are you listening? Inspirational stories of angelic and universal miracles. Tune in next week to share in on more of the love and miracles that our angels create for us daily. This is Jess Intuitive Angel Healer, sending all of you beautiful souls love and light out there and healing angel vibes. Until we meet again, take care. Love and light, everybody. Mm -hmm.